0: You're listening to Super Power Up with multidimensional master, superpower expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Tonya Don If you're ready to disrupt reality, then sit down, strap in, and prepare to experience the show that proves there is no spoon. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Rekla, your superpower expert, and I am absolutely honored to have with me today. Uh, just a remarkable great in the field of spirituality, and and uh, I'll get into his his in his uh, information here in a second. But before I do, we're talking today about reconnecting to the source. It's a book written by Irvin Laszlo, and in it, there's an introduction, a foreword, if you will, by by Deepak Chopra. And I just want to share something with you that Deepak said here. He said, "The choice to quote only connect quote faces each of us every day." The great value of this book is not just its impassioned call to improve everyday life or its argument for seeing reality as it, is really, as it really is. Both aims are very important, but overriding them is a revolution in what it means to be human. On that basis, Laszlo has, picked, has hit upon the ultimate salvation of everyone on the planet in every generation for whom being human is the prime reason for existence. I can't think of um, any more accolades in, in that regard other than the fact that his body of work is so incredibly impressive. Um, we'll make sure to include some of that on the site, but I want to get right into introducing you to him so he can talk <coughs> with you, um, Irvin Lazel, Thank you so much for for joining us on the show today,
1: Tonya. It's my pleasure.
0: Oh, well, beautiful, well, beautiful. Well, you're out there in the heart of Tuscany, and today we're going to be talking about can spirituality save us all? So these certainly are uncertain times. Um, and I have to be honest with you, Irvin, like it makes me feel a little bit more supported and secure knowing that people like you with the amazing, um, wealth of information and experience that you have in this area are, are, are contributing to this conversation in a really high vibrational way. So, so thank you, um, on behalf of all of us. Thank you.
1: Well, it's my pleasure. I think it's wonderful to talk to people who are aware of the vibrations and can raise it and can, can work with it. That's, that's a great thing.
0: Beautiful. Well, we're, we're, we're doing our best to stay ahead of it and to, to, to build as fast as we can around that. And so we appreciate being able to stand on the shoulders of giants like yourself and know that that work is so well supported. Um, let, let's dive in a little bit. And then as we go, I want to I want to make sure the audience knows a little bit about your, your extremely impressive biography. Um, but, but let's start with asking, what are your superpowers?
1: Well. I think I want to refer to what in Star Wars is as a greeting. May the force be with you. <laughs> the force yes. is really, there is a force in the universe and that force is reflected in us. And if we have to harness that, we have to be the force and the force has to be with us, but the force is with us. The big question is, are we with the force? Do we mm-hmm. choose to be, to open up this force in us so it empowers us. Mm -hmm. I think that's the big question. That's what we need to do today. Remember and and know that the real, real power, the real force, the authority is not outside, it's inside each of us. And only we can work with it. And only we can make it penetrate elsewhere and create a whole new force field that can take us forward in a healthy and flourishing way.
0: I, I think there are a few things that come into play within everything that you just spoke of. And, and one of them is, you know, the, the kind of concept of do we even dare hope, right? I, th- I think so many of us have in our collective consciousness, th- this idea that, you know, you try, you fail, you try, you fail, you try, you fail. And, and it's a really difficult concept to, uh, you know, traverse that space in between the the kind of world of, struggle the 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 typical programmed kind of cause and effect we're trained in and kind of take that and turn it on its side and go what if everything was was a little bit backwards because my experience with source is that that's exactly how it worked it seems very backwards to everything that we were programmed with and so it so it's a weird concept right it, it's the idea of I think I think most people especially right now would say oh yes of course I, I I'm happy to relax into that and to become one with source but it's it's the work between here and there right the unraveling of the, those programs between here and there that tend to trip us up and um and and so how do you how do you help people what do, what do you what do you what do you well, give to people how do you guide them in how do you how to hold on to that hope when it's so abstract and yet we have all these layers between us and that
1: Well, the source is not Something passive, not just a background. The source is a program, is something active. I call it a. I call it in terms of the news. System sciences talk about an attractor, you know, something that works in a system and moves it in a given direction. The source is a drive. It's what the French philosopher Henri Bergson said: an élan vital, some vital élan, you know. So I mean, connecting to the source is to connect something which is really the information that moves the universe, that creates evolution, that makes a difference between the universe, which is passive and random and highly organized and coherent, of which you are a part, because you are a part of such a universe. But that means that there is in the source a drive, a structuring drive that makes it come together, that makes it a whole and, and brings attracts all the elements together in a way that you can also express as having an attraction a belongingness a oneness, a love for each other
0: mm, beautiful i love that yeah, i love that you brought that into the equation i mean, we're going to take a quick break but when we come back i want to i want to discuss this concept of love and and, and the difference between you know you, on this show a lot we talk about the difference between the emotional love versus the frequency of love and what are we really talking about with that because it I think that that's the interconnection that is the way that we're able to kind of relate into that. But before we go to break, um, make sure that you go and check out Irvin's book, Reconnecting to the Source. We'll make sure to link it on the site. Irvin, is there another place that you'd like for us to send folks to find out more about you?
1: Well, that is irvinlaslow.com. That is lasloinstitute.com. And of course, the, the, the new book has all its place on Amazon and is the publisher so uh, there are many, many, many places. If you put my name on the on the on on Google or anywhere on the internet, you'll find a lot of sites opening up.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Stay with us, folks. When we come back, I'm not only going to illuminate some of his impressive resume to you, but we're also going to dive deeply and, and, and glean some of this deep wisdom that Irvin holds. Stay with us, and we'll be right back. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don reckla Executive Director of Superpower Experts, and we want to thank each of you Awesome. We're back. You're listening to super power up network. This is disrupt reality. I'm Tonya Don Recla. We're talking today with Irvin Laszlo about can spirituality save us all before the break. We, uh, I teased you a little bit and said I was going to illuminate a little bit of Irvin's resume here. Just, just I mean, so much could be said about, about this amazing man, um, recipient of various honors and awards, including honorary PhDs from multiple countries. Um, peace prizes, nominations for the Nobel peace prize. Just, I mean, the work is so incredible and so vast and so robust. Um, and, and before the break, um, some of what he was talking about was how to utilize and connect into spirit and source in a sense of, of an active participant, right? Allowing that to inform your, 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 your experience. As we've talked about, you know, moving from the the li- linear kind of logic thought processes into really communing with source in a way that allows you to move in, in harmony with it. Irvin, before the break, you, you, you referenced love. Can you explain to our audience how you perceive that word?
1: Well, love is the acceptance of the way things are, what there is and how there is and feeling oneself becoming part of that. Joining it. Oneness is love. So I think this idea of unrequited and unconditional love is very important because love is not truly love if if it's done for an ulterior purpose. Mm
0: -hmm. You
1: love a thing, the world around you, people, the sky above you, whatever it is, because you feel that it is what it is and it is good the way it is Mm -hmm. and it moves forward, it evolves. The great word, the great key word in all of our understanding of nature is evolution. It's not passive. It doesn't just sit back and stays what it is. It moves forward. It becomes mm-hmm. more coherent, more united, more integral. And all this, to appreciate this, to know this, to feel it, that is, I think, this feeling, the sensation of belonging and of love.
0: Mm, beautiful. I remember we um we, we work a lot in the small business entrepreneur space and um, early on it was a few years ago, I remember the prediction that kind of came out of my mouth was this idea that businesses moving forward that we're gonna be successful had to be able to stay ahead of both technology and consciousness. And and but there's this fluid concept to it, like there's this there is a life to it. It is life energy, if you will. And what I you know, if you can get a high enough vantage point, folks, you can tell the difference. Like you can feel when something is lacking of that because it, because that life energy hasn't been allowed to come in, like when we constrict or when we shut down or, um, or whatever the case may be versus when we allow for it to move through and inform things and what it gets to create or what we get to co-create in in relation with it. It's an absolute, absolutely beautiful dance Irvin, have you always been connected to that? Uh, I mean, consciously aware of your connection to that? Or, or was there a journey of sorts or an awakening? I mean, how, did that, how did you come to it?
1: You know, I started life as a child prodigy on, on the piano. I, get, I, I gave concerts as of the age of nine, and I traveled all over the world. When I was 15, I, I got a, a grand prize at an international music competition in Geneva and Switzerland, came to the U.S., then in the u s uh, when I was fifteen, uh, Time magazine and Newsweek and, and all the life magazine at the time you know I have have they celebrated my debut in in new York and so this this life as a concert pianist is focused on something, not just on on becoming famous or making money it's focused on an experience, the experience of playing feeling and being one with great music and that is such a remarkable experience that since I had it as a child, I I never stopped seeking it and I look for it in, in art, I look for it in nature and I look for it also in science and in philosophy because it's the experience of coherence, of integrality, of wholeness, I know these are big words, but basically mm-hmm. this is the experience which I think reflects something real about the universe. The universe <laughs> is moving in that direction. Erwin, this is real- disrupt
0: reality. We love big words.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. clears throat> oh. Well, I mean, reality is, is a series of sequence of moving of becoming. It, it's, it's things don't um, do not just are or be they become, and that's how to become, to move with it. And now we can recognize it in science that this is an active, an attractor, an active tropism, an active attraction perhaps, if you like, which underlies even the joining of the electron and the proton in in the nucleus of the hydrogen atom. This is no smaller person, less a person than Max Planck said. There must be higher intelligence in the cosmos who is responsible for this attraction. It is there, and it creates the world as we know it. And because it creates it, it is an active force. And that's the force, that's the power that is in the world, and that's the power that can be in us if we can join it.
0: Well, and I love I love that how you structured the book, even in my opinion, is in alignment with this, um, these abstract frequencies, these concepts that are given to us through source because you did it in a collaborative nature. You have contributions by, from greats in the field. And one of the very clear directives that we received was we have to be willing to work together. We have to bring people into the same conversation. We have to demonstrate how we uplift each other and support each other, each other even when we're seemingly... Sitting in the same or in the competing kind of uh, market space, and I love that that you that it, that all of that's woven and connections are, are are undeniable. And we we know how this works at this point, and and so our desire to kind of still perceive of ourselves as being somehow separate um, is more a testament, I think, to our rootedness in our in our old, older programs than it is of actual knowledge about how nature, nature works. Um, have you ever stopped and asked yourself, like, why you? Like, why you were a pri- child prodigy? Why you? Like, you get this stuff and you live this stuff at levels that most people can't even comprehend. Ha-
1: is you that know, a quantity you've explored? I feel somehow driven in some sense. I, I feel it's necessary for me to work to get my ideas together and communicate it. I think this is, and, and, and therefore keep writing, keep addressing people if they ask me. And this is, the ideas come, they flow. i have just, you know, this new book has, has been in the works for some time. I, I'm already finishing the follow-up book, which is going to deal with the, with the major laws of the cosmos, the laws of the Akashic field, and how we can join them. And these ideas, they, they come. I don't know why they come. But it's my job. It's my mission, if you like, to Mm -hmm. bring them out, to communicate them.
0: Clearly. um, That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I want to go ahead and put our um, order in to have you come back and talk about the next book.
1: All right? Yeah, good, good. I just (laughs) keep almost almost finishing Touches touches To You today. It's soon going to go into production. Well,
0: I, I honor you. I adore you. I appreciate um, what you're doing here. The it's, it's so fascinating to, um, I, I you know, I live for in, in co- connecting in with other people who, who are equally, um, I mean, it's like, it, it's not even a thing, right? It's, it's, it's a, com- I don't even want to call it a compulsion, but it, it just is that natural kind of it, it, it is what it is. Like this is just what you do. And I love that you wear that so beautifully and so humbly um but so matter-of-factly like there's real things that need to get addressed here there and and that's the biggest challenge with this is that most people want to write off the spirituality religiosity um woo woo what, whatever you want to call it new ageness, ness what, whatever people like to lump it all together as is being very fluffy and perhaps philosophical and i and i love how um you're not letting us off the hook with that you're saying no this has to get deeper and um and that integrative embodiment work is so incredibly um, crucial right now that, that that we take it out of the abstract, out of that esoteric and bring it into like it's informing how we exist here if we let it. Um, yeah, or, or it's if we're willing so, to so remarkable.
1: It. It's so remarkable, you know, that what deep spirituality says, it's almost word by word, also perhaps they use different different words actually, but the concept by concept, the same as what avant-garde quantum science says. Mm-hmm. about interconnections, about the oneness, about the mutual, uh, mutual affecting things, about the conservation of information, all that we you know, which before was spirituality, now we rediscover it in quantum science. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a, a demonstration, an assurance, that when we have deep intuitions, then they have some roots in reality.
0: Mm-hmm. and science
1: can discover it as well
0: there's a quote from one of the thor movies because we're big avengers fans here and it's it's uh you know he, he's saying uh to to a human you know either in your world you call it, you you think science and magic are separate but it, but in our world they're, they're the same and so it's kind of that 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 bridging that that merging of those worlds now um and and it's fascinating because you know in science we learn through the scientific method to use um very clear critical decision making i was a you know come from the counterintelligence background and, and taught things you know critical theory you know it, uh, my, that's what my master's is in his critical thought and and we we train our brains to kind of go through these ba-bam ba-bam ba ba be very like emotionless very all of these things and then when you um which is a valuable process but but then in the in the spiritual kind of sense of things proof exists very differently and so, you know, you have as ironically, when you get to a certain space, you can see the same patterns of thought in that space, but, but you kind of have to traverse through looking at it as being almost diametrically opposed. And then when you get to where they kind of come together, you can see the overlay and you start to see it everywhere, right? Like you see the divine design in, in all things, that fluid movement, kind of interconnected action um, component you were speaking to. But I do think that that's one of the biggest hindrances is that we, you know, most of us, um, if, if we're reared academically in traditional environments, we're trained to like work all of that intuitive kind of connecting in stuff out of us. Um, that's right. And, th- and well, then we I have to go fortunate. and reintroduce it back in, yeah.
1: I was fortunate in that respect that I was a child prodigy, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. And- uh, So you were out I, of that I, system. I, 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 actually, I never went through a regular university training. I got my degrees at the Sorbonne, and I got other other honorary degrees, but I went, I I did all that without going through the mill, so I was never Mm -hmm. brainwashed into Mm -hmm. thinking something different. I could always listen to myself, Mm -hmm. listen to what I feel, and then follow that up. We're
0: seeing that um, with our daughter, she's she's 10 now but she started business when she was around two and then she started her podcast at seven it'd be interesting she runs a show um called superpower kids on our network and so maybe we'll talk after and see if that would be a connection for you but but we're seeing that in her because she also um has, has always been home or or traveled and um and has not undergone that and so her thought process is very different from her peers what she how she trusts herself, her own kind of dominion, her connection, her direct connection to source. Her father and I have always encouraged her, like really affirming for like, like as humans, like we will mess up, like we will fail. We will this and, and connecting into that is that embrace, right? It is the place we can go to um, for clarity and assuredness and comfort that, that, that really we, we can't get at that level from, from anywhere else until we're connecting in with people through source, and that's a different experience. Um, so I'm glad to hear you say that. I think that it's, um, there's value in looking at how we can, even if your children are in traditional environments, perhaps how you can supplement that in the home with concepts that, that may be bigger than them. They may expand their, their mm-hmm. framework a little
1: bit. Well, I mean, these children are very much influenced by the milieu. So they are the peer group, of course, in school and wherever they go. But there's a home, the home milieu and the family milieu. And that's very important because mm-hmm. children have all the, necessary, all the necessary ideas, the necessary disposition, the necessary mm-hmm. guesses and hunches as to what the world really is. And it's being educated out of them, being told that this is a mechanistic place, a jungle, where only the the strongest survives, and it's all about competition, and we're all just material things moving according to just mechanical laws. All these are false ideas, because we are much more natural, we are organic, we are truly something that is flowering, blossoming force in the universe. And the children know that, the children feel that. And now when science we discovers that there is this drive in the universe, in evolution, then we can tell children, you're not dreaming, it's not woo-woo, you, when you feel yourself, you feel something deep down, which is really a core aspect of the of the cosmos itself.
0: Mm. I, my Neva was featured. Someone had interviewed her on their show and um, he said, after she'd spoken for a while, he said, well, it sounds like you're really spiritual. And she said, I am. And she goes, "Uh, we also happen to be Christian, which was really interesting. And he goes, well, how can you be Christian and spiritual? And she kind of looks at him like, well, well, I talked to God and I talked to spirit and I, and I kind of had this communion for her. It kind of represented this more masculine figure versus this more feminine figure. And she said, when I go to church, I listen to what they're saying. And I, and I pray about it and I see if it fits for me, if it doesn't fit for me. And I mean, she just, she just like, this was her process that she was illuminating for him. And it was so beautiful to watch her break down this kind of idea of an either or, or black and white. And, and it, you know, when you, when you, when you operate in these spaces, folks, you see it everywhere. Like nothing is offensive. Nothing, nothing is off. Nothing is wrong. Like you see source and spirit in all things and can, and can move through it in that way. Um, and trust that relationship. Uh, it really does transform things in front of your eyes. It transforms objects, people, the world, and the solutions that we're looking for exist there and only there. Um, and so I think, I think well, the idea of can spirituality save us all is not only can it, but it must, right? That's the point. Well, we have to I think the
1: answers to that question is very strongly and clearly suggested in this book about reconnecting to the source. Because it recounts what I call spiritual experiences of nearly two dozen people, very well, well known and thoroughly ethical and sincere and honest people, Who recount surprising experiences that have changed their life. And these experiences are strikingly similar, although they didn't know about each other when they described them. And we can find that this deep spirituality is a reflection of the drive of the universe towards coherence, towards the higher levels of integration. Mm. Beautiful. This is something that that comes through, and we have to recognize it. it is in us if you only allow it to influence mm-hmm. your life, your thinking, bringing it to the level of consciousness.
0: Beautiful. Yeah, we've had a few of those folks on our show, so I love the synergy um, of, of our work. Uh, it's been a delight. Irvin, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up
1: here? Well, this is a chance. We are in a global emergency, but this is a chance to change, The chance to innovate. There is no real progress without crisis. Something has to disrupt, something has to break down before the new comes. And it has to be a transformation, not a collapse, but a transformation. This is the chance to create something new, to create a flourishing and sustainable world. We can do it because now we are impelled to innovate, to do something new. If you look to yourself, look into yourself, look into the deeper spirituality, which matches science where science and spirituality merge together With that you are recognized is that you are equipped to create a new world. That's our chance. And that's our challenge. Mm, beautiful.
0: Well, thank you so much for that. Again, folks, you can check him out at Irvin com, or we'll have a link for the book on the page. Um, We've been talking today about can spirituality save us all? And, again, I think that that uh, with Irvin's assistance here, we've answered that definitively yes. Um, Irvin, thank you again. You're a delight, and you're welcome back on our network anytime.
1: Thank you, Tonya, and all the best to you and all of the friends of your network.
0: Oh, absolutely. And to all of you out there, stay safe. <clears throat> Excuse me, stay, he- stay healthy. We love you all. Prayers and blessings to you and your families, and we appreciate the loyalty. Until next time, go out uncover your superpowers and change the world. Take care, everyone.
1: Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to
0: superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.